MIDI Innovation Vault, the deep dive into medical and scientific accelerators, incubator labs, and development communities, episode one. In this release of MIDI's Innovation Vault podcast, series principal Gregory Montabano hosts deep dive one-on-one -on -one interviews with the directors of seven top global med tech and biotech accelerators, incubator labs, and development communities. This series podcast interviews will reveal to the MIDI Innovation Vault listeners the specific and unique inner workings of each organization's program, as well as the individual value proposition offered to their entrepreneurial members. Greg will discuss with each organization's director various topics, including mentoring and support methods offered to their members, whose technology applications span from medical devices, digital health, diagnostic applications, biotech, and more. Additionally, Greg will ask the directors to share their industry knowledge, experience, insight, and best advice for med tech startups covering topics such as their organization's individual value propositions, methods, and approach when selecting mentoring and supporting an entrepreneurial group member, how their group offers entrepreneurs a development community that scales through industry and venture partner networks, the specifics of what attributes their accelerator and incubator organizations look for in a startup member recommendations on how a startup can begin on their path to be part of an accelerator or incubator program, and how to differentiate your application, as well as descriptions on medtech and biotech innovation initiatives and breakthroughs that are expected from their entrepreneurial members. These topics and more will be explored and revealed such that you, the MIDI Innovation Vault podcast listener, can achieve a deep understanding of each accelerator or incubator inner working methods, process, and value proposition that is offered to their entrepreneurial members. We're speaking with Gregory Montalbano. He is the co-owner and the director of MIDI Medical Product Development. Greg, can you provide the listeners with some uh, quick background on MIDI and, of course, yourself? Good afternoon, Matt. It's great speaking with you again, and I'd be happy to give the listeners a brief background. MIDI is a turnkey development consulting firm that works with domestic and international clients, helping them innovate new med tech and biotech platforms. From early research and concept development to full engineering definition and commercialization design, all under our quality process of development DNA. At MIDI, we have a multidiscipline team who work together to generate innovative results within rapid timelines under stringent regulatory constraints. So our team of research, design, human factors, and engineering professionals cross-pollinate their disciplines to generate competitive differentiations for the clients we serve. And myself, I've been leading the MIDI team for over 25 years, developing various med tech and biotech devices and systems, ranging from class one, two, and three devices, involving wearables, handhelds, implantables, surgical devices, diagnostic disposables, digital health, as well as imaging equipment. Thank you so much for that background, Greg. In this podcast series, you had the opportunity to interview the directors of various medtech and biotech accelerators and incubators. Greg, can you give the listeners a quick overview into both your personal experience and MIDI's experience of working with startup clients as well as accelerator and incubator lab organizations? Sure, Matt. So as the co-owner of MIDI, I have the opportunity to work with various clients within the medtech, scientific, and biotech industries who consist of startups and emerging companies all the way up to Fortune 500 organizations. Startup and emerging companies require from MIDI 
specific needs that go well beyond med tech device or systems development design and engineering. Most startup clients in their formative stages require MIDI to work with them side by side, touching on multiple critical facets that support the viability of their current and future long-term success. So these facets can involve the structure and decisions around forming of the company, the technology, medical applications, regulatory strategy, market and end user comprehension, as well as working closely together to create a well-planned roadmap to mitigate overall risk and maximize development strategy. So most med tech and biotech startups needs from a group like Mini are a result of the typical and in most cases necessary lean startup structure, as opposed to Mini's medium to large medical device clients, who in most cases have an established device and technology application market presence, as well as ISO certification, including QMS design control process, among other established procedures and structure. Excellent. Now, are there a lot of MIDI clients that have graduated from Accelerator or Incubator Labs? Yes, there's a great deal of MIDI startup and emerging company clients that have completed accelerator programs or are born out of incubator labs. So as a company, MIDI recognizes the industry needs to participate in helping startups that are in accelerators or incubators by sharing our knowledge and our experience with these early forming entrepreneurial groups. So this is why myself and others at MIDI serve as external advisors to various accelerators and incubator lab organizations like Texas Medical Center, J-Labs, uh, Columbia University's BiomedX, as well as Stony Brook University's Center for Biotechnology. So really by volunteering my time, I help educate and guide various med tech and biotech entrepreneurs during the very early and most vulnerable phases, most of which are the pre-seed or seed funding stage. So by volunteering your time as an external advisor to several accelerators and incubator labs, I believe that you get to experience and learn their organization's management structure and applications pretty well. Yeah, yeah, we do, as well as their method of working with early group research and technology, as well as applying the support methods to de-risk, to validate, and to grow the various med tech entrepreneurs' technologies, their applications, and their company structure. So to me, it's very rewarding, and everyone, including myself, is always learning something new. So Greg... Please tell the listeners how you've leveraged your years of medtech development experience and industry connections as being an external advisor to various accelerators and incubators to create this podcast series. Sure, Matt. I love being involved with the community of medical and biotech startups, whether it's through my accelerator volunteer work or through MIDI's clients. So because of my relationships within the community, I reached out to my colleagues and friends who serve as directors of these various accelerators, incubators, and development communities to sit down with me for this podcast series and discuss details of the who, what, when, where, and whys of the organizations that they help manage. So I feel this podcast series interviews will serve as a specific knowledge tool for the med tech and startup development community. Can you tell me a little bit more detail on who you interviewed for this podcast series and the discussions you had? Sure. Well, I interviewed a total of seven med tech and biotech directors from the most well-structured and prestigious accelerators and incubators and development communities 
of which focus on working and maturing entrepreneurial group members, technology, and system applications. So the podcast interviewer list includes Columbia University's Biomedx Program Director, Megan Pinovich, Indie Bios Directors, Stephen Chambers, and the Chief Science Officer, Julie Wolf. We also interviewed MedTech Innovator CEO, Paul Grand. Also on the interview list is New York State Center for Biotechnology Director, Diane Fable, who is located on the campus of Stony Brook University. We also had the opportunity to sit down with the University of Pennsylvania's Penn Health Tech Executive Director, Katie Ruther, as well as eHealth Ventures co-founder, Stephen Shapiro, and last but not least, Texas Medical Center's Director of Innovation, as well as the prior head of Houston's J-Lab, Tom Luby. Wow, that is some guest list of MedTech All-Star Directors. Yes, they're all very good at what they do. In the podcast series interviews, I dug up quite a bit of detail in regards to what their organization methods offer the various med tech and biotech entrepreneurial startups. So what questions or topics were you able to discuss with each guest? I asked my guests questions that center around getting to know the guests themselves, as well as understanding details about the organizations they run. So I'll just cover a few topics discussed with each guest. And they centered around, of course, their professional background, as well as their personal passion as related to working with early entrepreneurial groups. We also discussed their organization's research support methods, in essence, their structure and methods to work with startups to de-risk and validate and grow applications for the entrepreneurs, in essence, what their program is all about. We also talk about how they offer value to early entrepreneurs and startups with a program ecosystem that can scale. So by fulfilling a role of fostered collaboration with other entities, such as universities, industry, strategic partners, hospitals, healthcare players, as well as venture partner networks. Those are great topics to talk about. Was there anything else you were able to cover in the podcast interview discussions? Yeah, we, we discussed their thoughts and perspectives for the best methods of optimizing and maintaining alignment between both sides of academia and early research, med tech, R&D versus industry demands, in essence, bridging that gap. We also touched on specifics on the typical makeup of their group's entrepreneurs who are considered for acceptance their recommendations on how to get started on the path to be part of the community, funding opportunities, as well as practical advice for startups. I call that part the golden nugget of wisdom that I believe the listeners will find great value. Wow, that sounds like really good discussion topics that can be valuable for any startup to hear. So Greg, I, I know you had discussion-based interviews with the directors of these groups. And earlier today, I was sent a list of questions you asked each of the podcast guests. You mind if I flip them around a little bit, flip the tables here, ask you a couple of the questions that you asked them? Sure, go for it, Matt. You mentioned earlier that you asked questions about having an accelerator or incubator that scales to offer value to startups such as a network. Can you elaborate on what that means? Yeah, one major component of an accelerator's value that it offers its entrepreneurial members is its network of people. It always goes back to the people. This can be the best resource by far for an entrepreneurial startup and can consist of its advisors, mentors, EIRs, alumni, faculty, 
the other entrepreneurs, as well as groups within the investment community. So it's really important to have startups build and maintain strong relationships within the ecosystem. And in turn, it's important to have the accelerator and its supporting ecosystem understand the entrepreneur's goals. The goal being to help and support these founders and entrepreneurs on their mission to build their technology, their IP, as well as their company. It's critical that an accelerator incubator make the right support group introductions to the right entrepreneurs. Quick question, what's an EIR? Sure. So EIR stands for Entrepreneur in Residence. Uh, basically, EIRs are experienced in startups, scaling companies and investments, and they work to provide business coaching to teams and get heavily involved in the business case. An EIR is parallel, but different to an accelerator or incubator mentor. Mentors are an exclusive group of subject matter experts who pay it forward a few hours a month, like me, to help aspiring and existing entrepreneurs within an accelerator or incubator. And a mentor, in essence, is somebody who gives their time to share experiences, offer support and advice and engage with its members. Thank you so much for that clarification. I appreciate that. Another topic you discussed with the podcast guests um, were best methods of optimizing and maintaining alignment between both sides of academic early R&D efforts and industry demands during early med tech and biotech development. You mentioned it earlier and classified it as, quote, bridging that translational gap, end quote. What do you see is the best method for accelerators to help their entrepreneurs bridge that gap? Yeah, I believe it's important to understand each group's needs and incentives. It really comes down to people. What are the incentives of early research in academia? What are the incentives of industry? Can those be better aligned? So there are definite commonalities and definitely areas that are not aligned. Ideally, an accelerator incubator sets up relationships to reduce barriers by having a systematic process in place, along with new innovative partnerships and agreements that industry is willing to accept. So also, all parties need to understand that everyone wants something to gain from their own, for their own specific reasons. And how can we better align together to be able to provide a win-win for everyone at the table? On another subject, a big component that is often not addressed from the academic side is the proper understanding of unmet needs. Where are the unmet needs of the industry? What are the unmet needs from the venture? So if an accelerator or incubator can help their members obtain the critical early market and user-driven research needs from the academic side, that can help the entrepreneur begin to match those needs with the current technology research, thereby motivating them to drive that data to translate into their technology application. Then we are going at that point in the right direction. So... In general, I don't think all early research needs to be done this way, but I believe for those who are interested in future med tech transition from academia to industry, they really must start with an understanding of the need and build a solution around that. With the right technology and the right team, this is the better way to go. So in the end, it really boils down to knowing what the needs are and how the solutions can be incentivized on both sides. So the traditional academic model is actually not well suited to take technology past a particular threshold. It's more for creating science. And we need that. 
but there does exist a translational gap between the academic worlds and industry. Greg, you, you mentioned that you asked the podcast guests what's their best advice that they'd be willing to share with early entrepreneurial groups. I think you called it the golden nugget of wisdom. What's your golden nugget of wisdom that you would like to share with startups? Sure. Well, I have a lot to share, so I'll call it the golden nuggets, plural, of wisdom. So the first one is have your technology or application truly meet an unmet clinical or healthcare need. Have your competitive differentiation in place from multiple perspectives within your marketplace that you're pursuing. Another golden nugget is go out and talk to your quote unquote customers. So this discipline or method can often be lost or not properly addressed within the life science and healthcare startup community. You do have customers and understanding and developing for their needs is paramount importance, just like any other business. Another golden nugget is talk to your end users. This may be physicians, they could be patients or caretakers. Meet the customers, identify the end user needs in a proper patient-centric focused healthcare model. Don't mess around with this, have a proper process and always be ready to pivot your application based upon what you discover and uncover during that process. Another golden nugget is really analyzing what does your IP look like? Do you have an IP portfolio? And if not, do you have a plan for your intellectual property? On the regulatory strategy side, what is your regulatory strategy? If you don't know, you need to develop a regulatory roadmap and plan. It's very important to get that figured out early on. Even if the initial plans are not exactly what is implemented, having that plan and thought process in place early is vitally important. So my last golden nugget is if you're transitioning from medical research and technology into entrepreneurship, look at this as an opportunity to shape your future and design your own job position. Be passionate about what you're doing and find really good mentors and advisors to align yourself with and be ready to work very hard. Greg, that was a great overview on this new MIDI podcast series. When will these interviews with the Accelerator and Incubator Directors be released? Well, we'll be releasing two podcasts per week starting November 10th. Uh, the last two podcast interviews will be released December 8th. And after the last interview release podcast, uh, I'll be ending this series with my final podcast where I will share all of my personal detailed insight and experience in an outline, basically a step-by-step -step startup guide for new med tech entrepreneurs who are beginning their journey to kick off a new company around the innovation and research emanating from their experience in early technology applications. Excellent. Greg, thank you so much for your time today, as always. Thank you, Matt. You have been listening to Episode 1 of MIDI's Innovation Vault series on the deep dive into medical and scientific accelerators, incubator labs, and development communities with host and principal of MIDI Medical Product Development, Gregory Montalbano. If you have any questions or comments on today's podcast or would like to schedule a complimentary consultation with Greg about your business, you can reach him by phone at 1-631-467-8686 or email at innovation at midipd.com. That's M-I-D-I-P-D dot com. If you enjoyed this podcast content, please follow MIDI on social media 
Or, if you would like to download informative, industry-related white papers and supporting material, please visit MIDI's website at www.midipd.com.